This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. New Zealand Bridge, sponsoring Bridge from beginner to international, nationwide. Welcome to the Bridge Zone. You're at the table with Barry and Mariana. We are chatting today, goes on and on and on, all about jolly COVID and Congress. Also have the chairman of New Zealand Bridge, Alan Morris, sharing his views and giving us the updates about Bridge at Level 2 and Congress. Hi, Mariana. Hi, Mariana. It's nice to have Julie. It's nice to have Julie and Alan. Uh, and I don't, I don't mean to say everything twice. Yes, you are meant to say it twice. I told you last week I had flaws, and boy, did you hear them. But really, it was our play to get lots and lots of emails. Yep, don't forget to send them in, bridgezoneshow at gmail.com. So I'm so sorry, everybody, for doubling up. Give her a hard time. Send them in. (laughs) Our friend Nigella, he made it so. Couldn't wait. Yeah, sorry about that, peeps. I will try to do better. That's not too bad. One... Up in how many shows? 106, something like that? It's 100 and something. Yeah. The main deal today is about Congress. Getting a bit nervous. Yeah, I think everybody is. What do you reckon? Level one? Face masks would be a small price to pay is what I think. You told me Jenny's sewing, making face masks. Yeah, she's made some face masks. Is that for you in the real estate world? Oh, well, I'm going to meet somebody shortly from West Auckland, so oh, I think I'll be taking face masks with me. Yeah, you should take a nice flowery one. That would suit you. <laughs> anyway, good tip. The tip is wear a face mask if you have to. People, be serious. Wear a face mask. Stop the community spread of any of this COVID and let's try and get our Congress going. We have with us our chairman of New Zealand Bridge, Alan Morris. We're going to have a quick review on Congress and what Level 2 means to New Zealand Bridge Clubs. Good morning, Alan. And good morning to you. hope you're well. We are, thank you. We've always been well at Level 2. Glad you guys can meet <laughs> us. Oh, actually, no, you're still half. We're still at two and a half. That means a lot, of course, to Bridge Clubs, doesn't it? I think you're only allowed 10 people or something. So It means Bridge Clubs here remain closed. So COVID Level 2, I know there was a directive out just in the last week. What does that mean to yeah, Bridge Clubs sure. outside Auckland to start with? Yeah, I'll do my best because it is complex and it keeps changing, which doesn't help. But we issued a, an advisory last week and a further advisory over the weekend, which was more about clarity relating to Level 2 for the rest of New Zealand. Under Level 2, the government, and we're assuming that they are receiving quality advice through the Ministry of Health and others, determined that it was okay to have gatherings of up to 100. But they come with conditions, and those conditions primarily relate to social distancing and to deal with health management issues. So is that face masks, Ellen? No, well, the government has only mandated face masks 
in public transport. Having said that, on Monday when the Prime Minister spoke, there is very strong encouragement or recommendation that face masks should be worn outside of the home. That the evidence suggests that as an extra layer of protection, it's a very positive thing, but they haven't mandated it. So when we get to level two and bridge clubs operating, if they can meet those requirements as set out, then in a technical level, they could start. Now, we know that everybody interprets rules and guidelines differently. It's as big a problem that it is, and then you've got situations outside of Auckland that haven't had a COVID case for literally months on end, saying, why us? We're safe to go. You know, we had 18 bridge clubs or thereabouts who operated under level two. All we can do from a New Zealand bridge perspective is say, here's the advice, bridge clubs, you've got to make your decision. We don't have the authority to mandate. This is my personal point of view. I think it is very difficult. It is very difficult to have social distancing of one metre alone and you can have it up to a metre if you know everybody and if you don't know everybody then it's meant to be two metres. How do you manage all your health management issues? How do you manage the people asymptomatic? Have they been in touch with other people? So look, waiting until the 6th of September to get some sense of how long this is going to go, I don't think it's asking a hell of a lot more for people just to be very, very cautious. Now, yesterday, or whenever it was, when we issued the update, we were saying to bridge clubs, well, in addition to determining what you're going to do, it would be very useful if you published what precautions you're taking. So those precautions are hand sanitizers, washing, blah, card management, and whether you're going to mandate whether face masks have to be worn or not. And then players can make their own decision whether they want to participate or not. Now, I've had a number of people who have approached me say, we should mandate that face masks have to be worn during a bridge session. That's not what the government's saying at the moment. It might be a strong recommendation. But those individuals can make up their own mind whether they want to participate or they don't. We've got an elderly demographic. We've got a number of people probably with immunosuppressant issues who need to know what precautions bridge clubs are taking to protect the welfare of their members. It's not easy. It's far from easy. It's not, is it? It really is. Uh, But it is. It's all about the weight. Just a can of worms. It is a can of worms. And quite honestly, I would hate to be the one if something happens and somebody dies because we thought, well, we're safe. And I just think a little bit of caution is merited. It's worth doing. I'm cautious. I set out to people that I really came from three guiding principles and they were to do with prepared to to take the hard decisions even if they're not popular about the welfare of the players, care and welfare of the players and thirdly the reputation of New Zealand Bridge and of the clubs because if something goes wrong then the consequence upon us is much much greater. Absolutely. Those are great principles, and I think clubs should just be patient. It's really just not so... Well, I, I think so. And and the last thing, just to wrap up this level two, but we're, and bring it back to Auckland, what the government has said, because we are limited to gatherings of no more than 10 here, is that if Aucklanders are travelling, and if yesterday's signs at the Auckland airport... 
they are going to travel, (laughs) that they should behave as if they were in Auckland. So they shouldn't get and mingle in gatherings of more than 10. So if you're going to run events and Aucklanders think that they can go to them, then they shouldn't because they will be greater than 10. So there is some personal responsibility on this thing to just wait some time, see it through, and if clubs are running events and there are Aucklanders attending, they should be acutely aware of whether they're going to accept that entry or not. Now, that's pretty hard stuff, hmm. but for a week or two more, it's not a hell of a lot to ask. Just to complicate things, things a bit further, though, Ellen, I know what you're talking about, the welfare of, of bridge players is paramount and all the rest of it. There's been a little bit of publicity, too, about um, elderly people's mental health that have not been playing bridge, have not been seeing anybody. They're stuck in their house for months at a time. You yep. know, it's just not so straightforward as all that, is it? No, it's not. And it's not. And we know online bridge doesn't meet those needs. We know online bridge is played by a very small percentage of our total membership. There are a lot of people who might watch, but they're not comfortable about playing, blah, blah, blah. And so getting back to the bridge table, the purpose of most of bridge played at club level, yes, it is about the game, but it is about fellowship. It is about friendship. It is about Mm. social support and everything else. So, look, we would like to get back as quickly as possible for those reasons. Okay, so change of subject is called for, but it's not going to be an easy one. Congress, Alan, I can move on to that one. Yeah. <laughs> what are the chances? What are the bookies saying? Look, I don't know what the bookies are saying. <laughs> I know we've reached a, a position that we can't go later than the 11th of September before we say this thing's on or off. We can't run Congress unless we're at alert level one. We're at alert level two and two and a half until the 6th of September. We will hear from the government, I think they're planning on Friday, which I think they will give us an indication of whether they're in control of the current community outbreak to the extent that they can reduce the level. Now, if I was a betting man, I would say Auckland will go from two and a half to two if they're in control, and they'll probably keep that in place for a week and then reassess. What will they do for the rest of New Zealand? Probably keep it at level two. And there's a hell of a balancing act that they've got here because we're a month away from an election, even though they say that's probably not in the forefront of their minds. I'll guarantee it's in the back of their minds. (laughs) We've really concluded... Uh, unless we've got confidence that we're going to be at a level one by the 11th of September, on or around the 11th of September, we will have no choice but to probably pull the plug. You know, you've got people who have arranged transport, people who have arranged accommodation that will have to make changes. And if we run it any later, then there is a risk that they might not be able to recover an investment oh, in those I two see. areas. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering how you came to the 11th of September. Good news is there is still a chance that it could happen. I'd love it to happen. Yep. But then you've got to say, right, are we going to wear face masks? We've still got to address that issue. What happens if the rest of New Zealand's at level one and Auckland's still at level two or two and a half? 
I mean, you I think you're. I think you're, you're not run it. It's good that New Zealand Bridge, I think, has, has actually put some certainty in here and said, if we're at level one, we'll run it. If we're not at level one, we won't run it. At least everybody knows where they stand. Well, he's now he's added the other little pot in there is that if Auckland are the only ones that are outside level one, are we still going ahead? Why penalise well, the others? Yeah, well, you know, you've got 20% of your bridge players, or no, probably a little bit more than 20%, probably closer to 23, 24% of your bridge playing population based in Auckland. If you're going to run a national event, which is our national championships, can you do it when you're excluding 24, 25% yeah. of your membership? I actually agree with what New Zealand Bridge has done here. I think it's a yep. good it's a good thing to have certainty, as much certainty as we can have in these times, in that if it's at level one, we run it. If it's not level one, we don't do it. It's nice and simple, isn't it? Nationwide, oh, you mean? Yep. yep. Nationwide. Yep. Well, I believe it's a nationwide thing because this is our national event. This is our championship event. And if you truly want to see who are the best at that point of time, then it should be open to everybody. The number of entries at this point of time it's good it's yes. really good there's about 70 or 80 teams entered in the two event not yep. too bad at all it is looking okay but i mean you really don't want once again it's our national event you don't really want to hold it if it's going to be some sort of slim down three quarters <laughs> of the national event version or even less <laughs> no, well i don't yeah. i don't think you do congress feels different this year it doesn't feel quite right but hey we want to have it as close to feeling right as we can yeah we do and the next one off the rank will be the ips and we'll have exactly the same set of debates around yeah, the barriers and hurdles. Yep. Yeah. Oh well, puts a bit more clarity into the situation. There is one more major event being held too. The national teams is scheduled to be held in Auckland, of all places, at the beginning of November. Ellen, I guess you haven't been thinking about that too much. I hadn't even looked at it. Hush your it mouth, Barry come Jones. Come across my desk, to be honest. <laughs> I, I hadn't even thought about it. And it's probably focused on getting, getting Congress out of the yeah, way. I um, absolutely. First absolutely. and foremost. But you guys are doing a cracker of a job. Yeah, I think, look, bridge players appreciate that everybody in their bridge is doing their best for yep. us. Team of 5 million, how many? What have we got a team of 14,000 bridge players? <laughs> that are 13,200 and something, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm sure that, that th- at least 13,200 of them are behind, the, behind what you're doing, Alan. Look, we won't get it right all the time. It's just impossible. When was uh, the last time you went down in three no trumps? <laughs> uh, last night. <laughs> yep, you can't get everything right all of the time. <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's nice to know that you guys have got our backs. Thanks for your time, Alan, and, and thanks for coming yeah. on the Bridge Zone and just clearing up a few things there. My pleasure. Okay, keep well. Thank okay. you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye New Zealand Bridge, sponsoring Bridge from beginner to international, nationwide. I have a question for Barry. Barry, what I would like to know is what's the difference when we're playing on BBO between Master Points and Imps? Yeah, well, no difference on BBO to playing down at your local club, I suppose, Mariana. Played some Imps last night online. So really, the main thing is what I always say to my teammates in this situation is, did your bloody game. Right. That's the most important thing of all, particularly if they're vulnerable. Basically, bidding games, then don't worry about overtricks. Overtricks don't matter all that much. A little bit more than they used to with the current system, to be honest. It used to be like they didn't matter at all. But these days, with the new VP scale, even those overtricks, they can add up to a bit over time. If you can make an overtrick without taking any risk, do it. But still, the main thing applies is make your game if you can, or make your contract if you can, and beat theirs. Don't worry about how, taking it down first and how many later on. 
it goes one down or two down, it's not a huge difference. But if you let it make, it's a big difference. Oh. But fitting those games is the main thing, really. You can't afford to miss a game at him because it's a big swing. It'll be 10 or 12 and What's the calculation? If you don't bid a game and they bid it at the other table, it can be 10 or 12 and Yep. Well, if you're making a part score, and it's not vulnerable, it's not quite so bad. You might get away with eight imps. Vulnerable, and you don't bid it, well, you might as well just go and jump off a bridge somewhere before the score up. <laughs> off the Fairfield Bridge. That's it. <laughs> wow. I've always wondered, because um, it, it seems to vary. I've always wondered why people all jump off the Fairfield Bridge. That's <laughs> it. They failed to bid a vulnerable game. That's what <laughs> They have worked out calculations. I mean, people are saying that for vulnerable games, if they're 50-50, you should certainly be in them, and you should perhaps be in them even if they're a little bit under 50. Oh, so, I mean, you, obviously you can't always tell whether a game is just 50-50 or whether it's 60-40 or whatever. So if you think it's, if you've got a shot at it, bid the blimmin' thing. Because none of it, even if it's 50-50 or whether it's 60-40 or whatever, none of that takes into account the hardest part of the game, which is defending the opponent's might, misdefend and let you make. When you come to pairs, of course, it's a different thing altogether, and you'll be surprised some of the top players are really quite conservative at pairs. You know, they don't bid those dodgy games. They think, oh, well, they'll just if they can get a plus score, they don't want to take a risk of losing it, so they'll take their 170, even though they could have got 420. Yep. Going plus is good at pairs. What about... Even if it's not a big plus. What about when, say, partner opens one spade and you've got a balanced hand and you've got three spades and you decide to take out uh, three no trumps? How do you reckon you should be making your decision? You're talking fit versus we can play in three no trumps. So when you do take your partner out, you have to make sure you absolutely nail the best score, don't you? You do. Now, look, I, well, look, I've got, I've got to confess, I'm a bit lazy in this regard. If we've got a fit in a major, I nearly always just play in the blooming fit. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I know that there are times when it's better to play three no trumps, but if I sit there worrying about when I should be in no trumps and when I should be in a suit, I mean, you know, wrinkles on my face. So, <laughs> better off not worried about it and just playing in the major. But if there is a time to play in a major, it's probably when you've got stacks of points, but you decide not to go for slam. This is my opinion. If you've got a lot of points, but you decide not to go for slam, is likely to play just as well in no trump if you've got a reasonably balanced hand and a 5-3 fit, mm. um, and, and you've got, say, 15, 16 points, or even 17 points, decided slam is not on. Sometimes in those situations, there's a lot of points. It's, e- it's just as easy in no trump. Wow. Well, you keep reaching for that bottle of oil of Ulan so that you have less wrinkles on your face <laughs> and bid those lazy games. <laughs> yep. That, that's the story. But Piers is a different game. It's quite a big difference from between Piers and Imps. But don't forget it. Just always think, well, hang on a minute, what are we playing tonight? When you're on BBO, because we all know at the moment not too many people still playing at the club. I know. It was good to hear from Alan Morris about what's going on in their their position on Level 2. So I think it's crossful Congress. I think we just got to remember that it's, it's pretty tough, like everybody, 
and it's pretty tough for New Zealand Bridge on, on what they're going to do and when. They're trying to look after our best interests and some pretty tough calls being made at the moment. Yep, yeah. So Judge Julie and Bailiff are very busy with BBO, so thank goodness they're up there. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's just, it just carries on, doesn't it? I mean, they, they just put so much time and, and effort into, into those tournaments. And look, um, although, as um, Alan Morris was saying, it's actually quite a small percentage of New Zealand bridge players that are playing online, at least they're getting looked after. And there might be a few people that are actually just watching on that might not be playing, not sort of quite confident or ready to play, but at least it gives them something to watch. True. Hey, a question. You mentioned earlier that the match committee for Hamilton Bridge Club met. What's the goss going on there? They were just looking at the program for next year, really, so we're still going on with that. We were interested in perhaps trying to hold out 10A, but that's not going to be a happening thing, mm-hmm. unfortunately. That was about it. We, the club will look at reopening in the next week or two, but that will be a decision of the committee rather than the match committee. Yeah. Mm. Big decision for any club as to whether they're going to play in level two or not. Well... Yeah, I, I guess if they said that they were going to reopen, I would support the club by going in to play. Um, just making sure that myself, that I'm ready and prepared for it, you know, doing my own due diligence and follow what the club's procedures are going to be. Well, I think everyone, if they sort of make their decisions, making sure that they're 100% able to play, then, yeah, they should support the club. Yeah, I don't know whether but it's a case of whether people are, are comfortable playing in, in the Level 2 environment, yeah. really. Um, but I guess you could say, well, OK, if you're comfortable playing, play, and if you're not comfortable playing, don't play, so why not have bridge for, for those that want to? But, yeah, I don't know the right or wrong answer for this, really. But yeah. a tough one. Hey, just mentioning about online, what are these view graphs? Some Sometimes when I'm playing on the BBO with Patrick's tournaments that these view graph notices keep popping up and it's got Danish this and Swiss this. and What are they? Why do they sort of get a little flash? Yeah, well, look, it's a major event or a reasonably major event. Of course, we haven't seen so many of those in recent times. They will be there will be a view graph usually with some sort of commentary on it, but not always. Major events, American trials or Danish trials or Indian trials or national events of importance at any club, they will be broadcast usually with a commentary. But even now it is happening a little bit, but obviously it's all online stuff. Um, but yeah. it's a good way to learn is watching good players because if they're on view graph, they'll they'll usually they'll. Be up there. Pretty good players. Mm. So you can learn a lot from just watching how people bid and how they think. And it is a bit frustrating because, of course, on BBA, you can see all four hands and you can see um, what they should do. But just appreciate that, of course, each of those players can only see their own hands. Yeah. Just try try to look at it from their point of view. All they can see is the bidding or the play and their own hand. That's all they can see. In fact, I was reading about somebody the other day said, well, is there any way on BBA where you can set it up? You could just watch one hand. Like if you're... Um, Kibitzing, yep. 
because it, sometimes when you see all four, <laughs> it almost looks a bit boring. And you think, oh, that's obvious, look at that. Or he needs to do is take that finesse and it'll work. Or he needs to play Ace King and that'll drop the Queen and, or whatever. Oh, it's I much see, simpler yeah. when you can see all four hands. Absolutely. Gosh, wouldn't that be a dream? <laughs> yeah, but the thing, I mean, I think it's a good way to learn. Particularly, like I said, if some people are not really confident about playing bridge online, you know, a good way to start is to, is to maybe watch a few hands. Even if it's, if it's not a view graph, you can go on to one of Patrick and Julie's tournaments, maybe, and go to table one. So it's just like a flip pairs, but people who are leading tend to be at tables one, two, three. So you go to one of those tables, have a bit of a look at those people playing, see what they do. Mm. You might be surprised how bad some of it is. <laughs> hey, the other day I also asked you a question about leads and it was leading when you play the ace, you're promising the king. And what is the answer from, like, when partner plays the ace and, you, and they're meant to have the king, what is the answer from me? Or, yeah, what am I trying to tell them? Well, two things. Whether, whether they're in a suit or whether they're in no trump. Right. Right. If they're in a suit and... You encourage, whether that be a low card or a high card, whatever your methods are. I don't know if you're playing reverse attitude, it'll be a low card. If you're playing standard attitude, it'll be a high card. It means, if they're in a seat, it either means that you have the queen. That's only if there's at least three cards in dummy. In if dummy. That seat. So yep. a partner leaves the ace of spades, there's three small cards in dummy, and you play an encouraging card. It either means that you have the queen, or that you only have two cards of that seat, and you can rush the third round. If you haven't got the queen and you can't rough, you would normally discourage unless you particularly wanted your partner to carry on with that suit and take their, and take their king now for, for some reason when you think it might run away. Okay. But, um, but generally it would mean that you could either rough or that you have the queen. So it's specifically asking, do you have that or can you help me with the rough here? Hard living your own opening lead. It's the hardest part of the game. So mm-hmm. you, you know, you're leading blind. You can't see the dummy. You lead the ace. If you got the ace king, you know that's sort of the best lead in the business. Somebody told me once that God gave you the ace king, so you wouldn't have to worry about what to lead. <laughs> you lead the ace. You're not really asking partner anything. You want to just have a look at the dummy. Tell partner you've got ace king, and decide what you're going to do next. True. Okay, that sounds good. So, Thanks for that little tippy tip. Don't forget to apply your oil of you land lotion. <laughs> I should never have said that. I'm never going to hear the end of it, am I? The Bridgezone email is bridgezoneshow at gmail.com. I hope you enjoyed all those updates. We are trying our best to keep it nice and fresh, but this COVID thing is almost like a wart. It is, making it difficult. (laughs) Next week, we'll try and talk a little bit more about the game of bridge than we were talking about COVID and all the rest of it. We'll also give you an update of when Andrew Robson is coming on the show. Won't be long. He's just a little bit tied up at the moment, but we shall have him within the next fortnight. That'll be great. Hey, catch you next week. Take your mind off things. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.